0: Hello again listeners and welcome back to the Code to Classic FPL podcast. I'm your host, Solomon, and as usual
1: I have my co host here with me. Jama Chama Nakam. It's been a while. Boy, Bilahi, be like, it's been a while. This game week more It's been like forever. Forever and Emma. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good, man. Nakam Hell. Yeah, the game, from hell. <laughs> yeah, they game you cool? from hell. Okay. <laughs> like they call it in the community, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's been a
0: while since we recorded, if um any of our listeners uh paying attention. But um it is at the same time we had the afcon that was going on for the past month yeah, so yeah it was exciting first things first yeah congrats to our neighbor senegal for being the first time winners
1: of the African Nations. yeah definitely definitely it's coming to senegambia senegambia new window yeah gambia. <laughs> we, we, will, we will not leave it with them it's it's ours it's yeah, ours it's ours
0: <laughs> exactly so we, we we are happy to be honest we're happy for them and and also uh it's a first time appearance for the gambia uh made an, made an appearance in the afghan so that's why we were so busy caught up with uh, the channel itself you know the guys were doing their own thing you know um uh following the the, the journey so yeah yeah
1: definitely you know, def- def- definitely like they say because of gambia's first appearance it it has to mean somebody has to win <laughs> it from you know from senegal Gambia. so yeah that's true yeah they know they know it's it's it's, it's ours <laughs> it's ours exactly yeah so
0: uh we're happy about that and finally that's that's ended and hopefully we get the players back but um yeah so we're gonna discuss game week 24 preview uh we're recording for that today and um we're gonna talk about uh for example uh what we usually talk about the review for 23 which is the longest one of the longest game weeks this season definitely and (laughs) Yeah, so those of us that are unfortunate to have Dennis as our captain and you have to sit down there for two weeks (laughs) and see the negative points
1: yeah, the red card And it was a team that was 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 not worth it, you know, like Watford and Burnley, those are the teams that extended this game to a, like from, I think it took three weeks (laughs) actually, it was so long, it was not like even an international break It's It's just a long long game week, Uh, it's uh,
0: honestly yeah. yeah i think we were pretty much uh oversold on that so that's that's that um unfortunate so we'll talk about the mini league update and then some stats um and then we'll talk about the fixtures of twenty twenty four. we're trying to make it as quick as possible and then we discuss the most important part of the pod which is planning for the next few game weeks uh mm-hmm. using ben kerlin's spreadsheet because we have some possible double game weeks and some confirmed one as well yeah.
1: so yeah without further ado chama how was your game week well, 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 not bad, not bad, considering the... Ah, you, mean, game week. you mean good? No, not good, not good. Of course, you know, I play for... It's good, I, it's good, come I, on. I, well, I play for the points. I will take that in, the, in a very bad game week, but for me, it's always about, did I hit my, my, my the target that I set for myself? So, oh, okay. Okay. if if I look at, if I view it in that light, I would not say it was a good game week, because it was, I, I had 41 points, but of course, it was a very, very, very low scoring game week. I think this must be the lowest double game week score ever in FPL since I started playing the game because it was a double game week. What for has a double like we say. So yeah. I will just get into my team and show you what how it transpired. Um yeah game week 23 41 points uh the hair at least my transfer paid off the hair was in goal the hair has been a good servant in my team six points Mm -hmm. he kept the clean sheet so he has been taking along nicely and congrats to him for winning the player of the month in in january, january so yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's a well deserved one he's manchester united's outright player of the season Best and player. um yeah it's so, consistent so, too yeah most consistent yeah so six points from him in defense i had uh Cancelo, laporte and trent laporte was my transfer in and he was the highest scorer of my game week, so that was a good transfer that i made going into the game week with his 10 pointer, the goal. He could have even got more because I think he missed another sitter in that game or he hit the post. I cannot remember really what happened <laughs> happened in game week 23. It's but has so was long. <laughs> Yeah. And then I had Bruno as captain, six points, which, yeah, if you look at the captaincy around, King, the double game wicker, who was a very popular captain, and uh, Dennis, they, those were the two most popular captains. I think for the active managers, so bruno kind of you know match Dennis our match uh king and then outscore with dennis so that was it i would take that but only on the context of, of the game jota he was a you know everybody's everybody owned him so it's a five points that you know and then bowen two points martinelli three points gray two points and up top i had calvert doing with a, another one point he has been very disappointed since he came into my team ronaldo also continued to disappoint with two points the only disappointment i had in the game week was kufal on my bench seven points but i don't think i was gonna start him so you can see him at that place on my bench it means i rated him that as my worst player going into the game week so i cannot dwell on that one too much but yeah 41 points uh it's boosted my rank a little bit i think i was around 2000 or 3000 so i moved to now i'm 1748 and um yeah i would take that i would take that and as you know like like you see there's a lot of double games that is gonna come there's a lot of strategies like like i say this is the game this is the period i love the most because i plan and um so i'm looking forward to it how was your game week I think it's better not to even talk about that one. This because it was
0: at 18 for a long time. You know, I think um, I had uh, Ramsdale on my bench. But first things first. Let me just talk about it. Um, I came up with a formation of three-five-two. I had Foster, um, who came in. He didn't play the first game because he was back from injury, but he got Corona, so he had to uh, sit out. But he came in for the second game. He kept the clean sheet, so I guess that's fine. Cancelo, trent and duffy and then i had saka uh, bowen jota uh sterling who's also a disappointment and then fernandez and i have uh watkins up up top and then dennis captain with a negative two over there so it's very annoying yeah well i guess yeah it could be worse because the funny thing is a lot of people captained him so um, I just happened to be one of the unfortunate ones but <laughs> if it was another gimmick where you know everybody else was doing well and then I have 24 it would have been totally worse so I guess that's 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 fine for now I just have to make some changes and stop taking hits because it's clearly not working for me <laughs> so 24 points all out
1: yeah
0: yeah less said the better the less said um, the better yeah. yeah exactly so moving on to our mini league the koto classic um in the league uh manager of the week is obiba jk uh lala sulala is ghanian a Ghanaian brother with 65 points so it's impressive so he had ramsdale in goal um who's who's the, the defender that i see here?
1: white van dyke and dina oh, yeah. so his defense was pretty good it was pretty solid um white with eight yeah. Yeah, wide 8, Van Dijk 8, Diniya D- 12, and uh, Diaz 2 points. And in the middle, he had Fernandez, Saka, Bernardo Silva, and Jota, who he captained. And Watkins Antonio up front. So, yeah, it was a pretty solid one for him. He even had De Hair on the bench. So, yeah, I think he he did pretty well for this particular type of game week. To get 65 points, I think it was
0: huge. Yeah, it was huge this is this is one of the weeks where you can get a high score and then rise rapidly in rank because of the the the, the, the score of the week which is what 30 was it 30 points i think a- average was 35 35 oh wow it rose again Ooh. okay um so i think that's that's that let's move to the go to classic mini league update any changes there so with the top five i think there's just one movement that, like i can see uh starting in fifth or still in fifth is thomas bright jamie dodgers uh dropping to fourth is Jibril Uh, and i think moving up one place is ahmed tijan suleiman this guy is rising he's still going 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 forward the red yeah still in second is pratik aurora bench Park, back pra, Sorry sorry yeah. i butchered that name yeah but yeah. um and still in first, still leading the gap, still opening things up, man. It's yourself. Uh, in first, <laughs> I think you're gonna lead the, the
1: series, the yeah, whole yeah. season. <laughs> the, 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 ga- the gap is, the way, is quite is getting way, wider. Yeah. The way, yeah. The,
0: way, the way this is happening right now, I think you know, I don't think anybody else is gonna um anybody else is gonna do anything. So. But, yes. but you
1: never but, but you never know. Like the doubles. Like, I'm talking too much about it. And but that's a good. Uh, period for people to make grounds if you plan well, if you look at your team four, five, six mm-hmm. game weeks down the line because I think now against the like almost every other game week, when we get to Ben Clenis we will see that now against the end of the season, I think almost every other game week there's going to be something like a double or a blank yeah. or a double and a blank. So the planning so yeah, to, it's very the, the, important. It's, it's crucial now. That's true. You're actually
0: right. Um. Yeah, so let's talk uh stats let's see where the points are coming from because it's, it's difficult man to be honest this past few weeks to really nail down like a consistent performer but uh, surprise me
1: okay let's look at them yeah, yeah let, 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 let's look at the team statistics um i just uh brought up the team stats for the season and um i think there is not a lot of surprises there so you can see it is sorted by expected goals for attack and expected goals considered for defense. And if you look at the expect or the attacking attacking stars, Liverpool is still at the top, averaging two point six expected goals per game. Manchester City, the closest to them, is they averaging two point three, uh, expected goals per game. And um, Liverpool are also scoring like two point six goals per game, They're almost uh, kind of. Re- identical stats. This is stats per 90 minutes, by the way. Liverpool are averaging about f- about 4 big chances. 3.8 big chances per game. Man City, 3.0 big chances per game. And then you have Chelsea and West Ham in third and fourth when it comes to the statistics. I think these four teams have been pretty dominant when it comes to the attacking statistics overall this season. And then you look at the defensive statistics. Um, Manchester City, they are the most uh, like steel defense. They have only considered an xGC of 0.7. So Manchester City, in other words, they are expected to concede a goal, less than one goal every game. So maybe it will take them two go- two games to concede a goal. So defensively, they have been very, very solid. And you can see the number of goals they concede, 0.6 per game. So that is kind of every two games they are conceding one goal on average, which is a very good number to have. Liverpool and number two after that. And there is a huge, huge gap between Manchester City and Liverpool. Manchester City are completely in a league of their own when you look at the defensive statistics. Chelsea again at number three. Um, Tottenham, they are number four now. Of course, we can remember the start of the season. They were struggling until Antonio Conte came in. And now, in the last few game weeks, they have been one of the best defensive teams in the league. So, you can see how they are climbing up the ranks. I did not do the, the, the last six game week statistics, unfortunately. But, yeah... And then we look at the teams at the bottom, which is very important when we look at defensive statistics because um, when it comes to capt- captaining our, our, choosing our captaincy, we want to target these teams that concede a lot of big chances, that concede a lot of XGC. And at the bottom is Newcastle with 2.0 expected goals conceded every game. They are level with Leicester City. Leicester City, surprisingly, they are struggling defensively this season very yeah. badly. Yeah. Um, you look at the big chances considered uh against Newcastle, they are considering 2.9 per game, and Leicester City are considering 2.7 per game. Norwich, they are climbing, they are improving a little bit, but they are still considering the highest number of goals with 2.1 and 2.1 per game. So you look at the attacking players, the teams that is uh overperforming the most, you will see Aston Villa, uh Chelsea, West Ham, uh Leicester City. They are these these four teams are overperforming their expected goals so they are expected to concede more goals than they have conceded. so it's important to know that and then if you look at the defensive statistics the teams that are over that are underperforming kind of you will see crystal Palace 0.3 they are the highest underperformers norwich too Norwich we have improved defensively since uh they find they had a new manager simit he he's doing very well in with, with norwich i hope he can like do a miracle and save them there but then we will let, let, let's wait let's wait and see so that is the team statistics you can see the teams that are to target maybe in norwich or you can add their the bottom five leads Watford, norwich lee leicester city newcastle these are all teams that you can target when it comes to captaincy and then you can see the teams that are scoring a lot of points let's look at the player statistics which is more directly related to the fpl um as you can see in the table uh, is sorted by expected points expected points per 90 minutes and then the players that are in gray they are players that are kind of not available but son played in the FA cup so now he's available james he's off to the club world cup so he's not available but I understand he started training and then on, yeah. and then yeah and then the table on the left is the seasonal stars, and the table on the right is the last six game weeks from between game week 18 to game week 23 and if you look at the season stats, I think it's no surprise that the man Salah is still at the top. And um, Stalin, who is kind of a bit frustrating because he's underperforming significantly by minus 1.4. But he's racking up the numbers very well. He is getting a chance every 20 minutes in the game. His big chance is every 73 minutes so in every game Stalin is expected to have at least one big chance his expected goals is 1.103 so in every 103 minutes Stalin is expected to score a goal so he's doing pretty well in that department jota like himself too is doing very well big chance every 60 minutes i think only salah is it has better big chance than him but if you look at chances like chance involvement kdb is involved in every 13 minutes so he is more regularly involved in the game than any other player uh, which makes it a very interesting one. But you look at his big chance involvement, his XGI is not as high. But then again, you have to remember who he is. It is KDB. He does not need the tap-ins to score goals. He can stand 40 yards out and he will still have a chance, like somebody who is in close to the close to the goal. So sometimes when it comes to big chances, XGI, players like KDB, you have to you know give them a leeway. Yeah, and uh, the best man city I said in in terms of attack is Foden or Stalin After Stalin is Foden. Foden also is doing very well. Twenty minutes, chance involvement, but the issue there is is the you know is the minutes we don't know. And something interesting here is Edward because of uh Crystal Palace, they are supposed to have a double game week, and down the line I think a few of them, and they have a very nice fixture on going into this crazy period that we are gonna go in. He is number seven and Benteke is close to him. Now, that is the issue there too. Who is going to start? But I think Edward seems to be the one who gets the spot for now. And then you look at the last six game weeks. um, At the top, you have Son. Before he got injured, he was doing exceptional things. Kane, number two, who is coming coming to form since Conte came into the team and he started scoring goals. We know... When he starts scoring he scores he's, he can score a roll of goals lucas mora so 33 39 players at the top there and then you have regojon so 39 players are looking like a very good asset and they have a double game week not the best double but they have a double game week to come arsenal lacazette like with um 23 chance involvement 23 minutes chance involvement he's involved in a chance every 23 minutes and be chance every 57 minutes which is a very very good number and you look at the players overperforming the most that is, uh, Harrison with 4.1 overperformance. Of course, that has to go down with the hat trick that he scored a, f- a few game weeks ago. The player who's underperforming the most is from uh Brentford Jensen. Uh, he's a defender, he had an XGI of uh, like he was involved in an XGI expected goal involvement every 148 minutes, but then he did not score any goal during the last six game weeks so maybe there is a a, a goal coming there for 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 jensen of Chris, of 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 brentford, brentford yeah. yeah so yeah this is the statistics nothing exciting but still there are some some few names that we need to keep an eye on edward the crystal Palace players the tottenham players especially those players who are going to play a double game week yeah, that is just a like a brief statistics because it has been a long long game week so it's important to just look at the, the players to remember who are, have been doing well and edward if you look at him on the last six game weeks too he has been doing well 20 cha- 20 minutes every cha- like every 20 minutes he's involved in a chance 76 minutes he's involved in a big chance and his xgi is 117 minutes every 170 minutes he's involved in a and an xg ex- expected goal involvement he has averaged 6.5 points during that period uh, uh 6.5 expected points during that period and um he has averaged 7.6 points so he's overperforming a little bit which is nice with the numbers that he is putting up so yeah that is the stats let's move on to the next one which is the fixtures right
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yep so
0: for game week 24 um we have these confirmed fixtures uh those of you that are listening, I think I'll just go through it uh, one more time. And not one more time, but uh, first time. Newcastle, Everton, West Ham, Watford, Burnley, Man United, Man City, Brentford, Norwich, Crystal Palace,
1: Spurs, Southampton, Aston Villa, Leeds, Liverpool, Leicester, Wolves, a- Arsenal. Yeah, the, so the two teams that, that blanks in game week 24 are Chelsea and Brentford. I, Brighton, mm-hmm. I think we all know that. Brighton will have a double immediately after that, which makes them a little bit interesting to, 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 to look at. So next... I will not fall in that trap
0: again. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll look at uh, the long view. Um, uh, we'll talk about the possible doubles in the next few game weeks. going to take us through the Ben Kellen spreadsheet because I think the, the FA Cup has been uh, the draw has been done. Yeah. The FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. So that that makes makes the the scheduling a bit a bit more easy to to predict uh, because um, teams that 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 are promoted wouldn't be able to play. So yeah. Yeah, take us through the 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 bankrolling spreadsheets. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: then, yeah, okay, come yeah. on. Okay, uh, this is the the bankrolling spreadsheet from game week twenty four up to game week thirty three. And um I think this is a little bit outdated, but it's still good enough to look at. I there is another one which we will look at after this one. And as you as I said, Brighton and Chelsea are the teams that are blanking. You can see them in red in game week 24. But then you go to game week 25, uh, there is gonna be a couple of doubles: Manchester United have Southampton and <coughs> Brighton at home, and then Brighton themselves have Watford and Man United away. So those are the two teams i have in a fixture and Arsenal. And Chelsea will blank because Chelsea are currently playing in the Club World Cup, which is the reason why they are blanking in the next two game weeks. And game week 26 2, we have a few doubles. Uh, Tottenham, they double with Manchester City and Burnley, Crystal Palace, Chelsea and Watford, Wo- uh, Wolf double with Leicester and Arsenal, Le- Leeds United, Money United, Liverpool, Burnley, Brighton, Tottenham. Watford, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, Norwich, Leeds, which is an exceptional double, and Arsenal, they double with Brentford and Wolves at home. So these uh, eight teams are gonna are confirmed to double in game week 26. So looking at this table, what you can learn here is that game week 20, from game week 24, which we are gonna enter into, there's gonna be a blank. Game week 25, there's gonna be a blank. Game week 26, there's gonna be a lot of doubles. Game week 27, there is gonna be a few blanks. Um, when mm-hmm. put the question marks there, but there's gonna be those blanks because Liverpool are playing in the League Cup final with Chelsea, so Chelsea and Liverpool are gonna blank again there. And then game week twenty eight, there is a possible there's a possible double game week for some teams. And uh, game week twenty nine, there is also a possible double. Game week thirty is gonna be a blank. Game week thirty one, big blank. Black. Yeah. yeah, game week thirty big blank. Game thirty one, there's gonna be there's there could be a du- a double again. Game week thirty two, a possible double. So. From game week 24 to game week week 32, there is always going to be something happening. So looking at the right side of this chart, uh, the teams with the blanks are, or the teams that have fixtures to be rescheduled, Brighton, they have one, Tottenham two, Wolf, one, Leeds United one, Burnley three, Liverpool, Watford both one, Arsenal three, Aston Villa two, Everton three, Southampton two, Southampton one, Newcastle two, Norwich one, leicester city four and chelsea two, so a lot of a lot of fixtures to be rescheduled and then let's look at the next one the big blank what is gonna what is possible to happen so this the fa cup after the fa cup round of games yesterday um three fixtures are only confirmed to be taking place in game week uh 30 which of course is not now but it's always good to look 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 ahead to that because you may need to use your free hit if maybe if you are using your free hit, you may not worry about it. But if you don't have that free hit, you may want to look at the fixtures. Uh, only Leicester, Brentford, Wolves, Leeds, Aston Villa, and Arsenal are confirmed to have fixtures during that game week. All the other games could blank, depending on how these teams progress in the FA Cup, and uh you, you we have to wait and see what happens there so that is basically what is going to happen there's a lot of fixtures to be rescheduled there's a lot of blanks there's a lot of double gaming so it is important very important to plan ahead of this very very uh, like crazy period in fbl so um looking it's, at um mm, mm-hmm. one more thing uh for the game week 30 there's so
0: many few is so few games on like for now that have been confirmed that i don't even think it's worth using <laughs> using a free hit. just just three games
1: right yeah but at the end of but at the at the end of the day uh like it depends on how you view the free hit why why do you use the free hit what do you use the free hit for personally I use the free hit for games with game weeks where I don't have enough players personally yep, some yes, yes. some managers there are some managers out there who prefer to use their free hit on a game week where they have a double game week or something like that yeah that's but mean. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, for me, it's always about what can you gain from the free hit. Because, for example, if I go into this game week and have a triple Liverpool, triple Manchester City, for example, triple Tottenham, or have the obvious picks or the the template picks, then it means I don't have enough players to play. So whatever the case, if I play the free hit, even if I'm, I'm going to outscore my original points, and then the gap of... The, the the gap between the points that i was supposed to have and the points that i will have with the free hit that is what is important for me when it comes to the free hit not necessarily how many points i get in the particular game week mm-hmm. so it's it's, it's what it, it's, it's very important that's why when i played my free hit you can remember very well uh, what i checked was how many what was the gap between my points it was about 37 points or something like that if i remember well so the free hit for me is it's a chip to be used to you know to boost your points in that particular game week rather than to maximize like to get the high number of points because at the end of the day the way I play the game you you know that is always about how to get the, the accumulated points because it's a game that accumulates points so for example if I if in a double game week my team was set to give me 80 points but then if I free hit I can hit 90 points or 95 points. Then that gap is 15 points. But then I'll see that in the blank game week without doing anything maybe I would have had 15 points for example. But then I play the free hit it gives me 50 points. I will play the free hit in that particular game week and take that 50 rather than take the 100 points. Because it's mm-hmm. all about the gap that the difference that I get from the free hit rather yeah, than rather than the two Yeah. That's yeah. That's how I see it. Okay so, so um, looking at the doubles uh, le, uh looking at the doubles here what what is looking entertaining for you especially the double game with 26 because everybody is, is thinking about that 26 I think without even uh I think without
0: even much um analysis you can say that Liverpool double is the best because I don't think you can get a better fixture than Norwich and, and Leeds because we yeah. all know playing Leeds is like like goals galore it's going to be goals in that game yeah. Like now, which we just we, even though they've improved, but they're still one of the the, the worst defensive teams in the league. So yeah. for me, automatically a triple captain of Salah is just you know something that I'm going to play because I don't think there's any other game week from now until the end of the season where you can play Salah with a better fixture, the double game mix So it goes without saying, triple captain played in this in this game for me.
1: Yeah, defi- defi- yeah. Defi- defi- definitely, I agree. But, I, but again, it's going to be a game week where everybody around you is going to have probably triple, triple Liverpool. Captain. That is going to be Salah, that is going to be Trent and then somebody else. Done. Is yeah. it Jota or is it is it, is it, is it Robertson? Some people are thinking about this li- along along this line. But the fact that now we have Jota in our team, most of us, I think it means you don't need to, especially at this point where you have a lot of blanks you have to deal with, you have to prioritize your transfer somewhere else and then mm-hmm. keep Jota for that double game week even if he's not gonna give you the full 90 the full 100 yeah he's not leaving uh, yeah he's not leaving you know
0: the, the thing about it for me like how i think about it this season especially is the replacements Like you yeah. have players that are there everybody have them but you know it's frustrating because everybody has them it doesn't really affect your rank much but if you transfer them out which player is there that is going to match those points there's nobody yeah you know so that i can see so i, I
1: don't know go on so so other than liverpool other than liverpool which other teams do you think are looking good for the for the double game week 26 for the double for double game week 26 i haven't really
0: checked it but i think arsenal i think they have the next best fixture for me benford and wolves at seem wolves might be a bit difficult because they're good defensively but brentford is probably an open game and let us not forget also these single game week uh, players like manchester play Leeds which is very good, very good um, 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 fixture, even though we are not at our best right now. But that's a pretty good fixture. I think Villa play Watford, West Ham play Newcastle. So yeah. most of us have like Bowen and maybe, maybe Antonio, not me, but <laughs> a few people have Antonio. So these singles, is, they are not to be ignored, to be honest. Uh, if you have these single game week players, don't transfer them out just to get a double game week player. But if you have an Arsenal player, like uh, like I have, a, I have Saka and uh, Ramsdale, I don't think I'm going to get anybody else. But I'm not gonna transfer Saka out now. Because he was on the in the in the plans, even though he has a, a blank in twenty-five, you know, I was thinking and also a blank possible no single, he has a game in twenty seven. He has a blank in twenty-seven, sorry. Yeah. So now I might just take the gamble and keep him for twenty-six and then maybe chip him out after that.
1: Yeah, how I'll give it twenty five, where we have a couple of doubles, Manchester United and and Bright and, 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 and Brighton. I think the Manchester United double is very good with Southampton and and, and Brighton at home. And then you have Brighton, they play Watford and Man United at home. How many players are you planning to get for that double game with twenty-five?
0: I was planning to bring in an extra manual player because I already have Bruno. I was gonna bring in like a defender like a Dallo. But seeing the way we played, we played well against Middlesbrough. But um honestly, we were so casual about the game that I'm I'm having second second thoughts. Because bringing a hit, I'm not really sure against Southampton we will we will win or we'll keep a cliche because they are very strong well-rounded team against brighton possibly we might win because Brighton play a very good football but um i think i'm confident in that but i don't think it's worth taking a free hit to be honest that is my problem right now uh, taking a, a hit, a hit, a hit. Uh, for for a defender yeah
1: okay so, so what what's your plan when it comes to captaincy in game week 25 because there's gonna get really, double I've, I, a lot yeah, of players no are gonna. A lot of managers are gonna be thinking of the Manchester United players for captaincy. So mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be popular, Bruno and and Ronaldo, regardless of 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 how how good they are or how what the form is right now, because at the end of the day they're playing at home a couple of fixtures. They're playing two. Yeah, they're playing two. Games, two fixtures. Yeah. So what 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 is you what is your, what will you do there since you don't have any United player right now? Do you have I, do, I, I have Bruno. I have Bruno okay so Bruno is gonna be the captain He's obviously he's gonna
0: be the obvious captain like um he he came for a reason because they looked good and it passed I think gave me 22 or so they looked good and I brought him in because Salah was out so I had him uh some funds yeah but um he hasn't been you know as, as I hoped but still this one even if I wanted to be a bit differential I think he's the obvious choice here for captaincy
1: yeah, so um, what do you think? Yeah. How, how about him and Ronaldo? What is the deal there? I've if, never been, I've, this
0: this season, I, I never really looked um, at Ronaldo for anything. Like It was nice uh, to be a fan and you know always want him in my team. But looking at the past few games, he's been a bit wasteful. Uh, he's, been, he's been wasteful. Bruno has been involved. At, I can even say Bruno is getting better in the team because he is like a conduit for all the attacking threats that we have in the team. Or the, the best conduit also i wouldn't put it past um myself to look at like a rashford or a sancho yeah. sancho is really coming to his own like he was really impressive against with bro yeah so even though i'm not thinking of bringing uh, like a second man new player but if i if i should or if i will bruno is going to stay obviously i might yeah. bring in the rashford or sancho but not a mm. defender yeah yeah we'll see how it goes but Ronaldo, yeah. for me, I I don't I don't think I'm gonna go there. He might bank a few goals, but I'm not hopeful, and I'm not yeah, yeah. Of not owning him, anyways. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> so, so, so if if suppose you own both of them right now in your team, mm-hmm. who you will still stick with Bruno as the captain, Joyce? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah, definitely.
0: I because think I agree. Not, you know, he missed a penalty. So right now, the penalty uh, position is up in the air. Now you know Ronaldo missed a penalty, and it was a very poor one because he kicked it out for the first time in, I think, how many years? He's never. Uh, i think the last time he kicked the penalty like not a keeper keeping uh, saving like, the penalty, not hitting the target not hitting the target exactly so you can say that was a long time ago and i don't think we have those chances anymore to be able to afford for somebody to be <laughs> so i think so it he, goes back to bruno i hope it goes it goes back to bruno
1: that's my that's for, my for the penalty yeah yeah yeah. So i I, I, I agree with you there i think i think if you look at the both of, both of them like over the recent past few game weeks i think bruno mm-hmm. is this is the better one of course, that is maybe hands, hindsight bias, because Bruno, in the last double game week, he came out with a very big point, which was the 22-pointer. And yeah, that period, I was on the Ronaldo, Ronaldo camp. I captained Ronaldo, because he was the player ahead of that game week who was on form. But like you say, I think Bruno is looking like the player who will more likely to give more points. Also, considering that he is a midfielder, and um, he's more likely to play more minutes than Ronaldo in that team. Bruno almost play yeah. every ninety, plays the ninety every time. Unlike Ronaldo, so yeah, I, I think I will stick to Bru, to Ronaldo. I think I even I was disappointed when I didn't captain Bruno last time and captain Ronaldo. But but yeah, I think. I would go with Bruno. I have both of them personally, so I will oh, okay. have to choose. Yeah. I will have to choose between both between them. If, so if I have
0: two, I don't think I I'll 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 keep the two because this is a very good fixture. And then they have Leeds what for so it's it's a very good run for them. Yeah, actually I, think yeah, I, I, I,
1: I yeah. yeah because 26 i have to bring in salah so it means one of them is half oh, oh, yeah, and that and it's more it's most likely going to be ronaldo ronaldo will go down will be will be downgraded to another striker maybe a, a double game week striker like uh i talk about edward i talk about um what's his name again more of Bre- of brighton he also have a double in 25 so it depends what how, how i go about it but um i have to downgrade a striker or even workhouse i don't know how to pronounce it workhouse of of, of workhouse, wake, wake, <laughs> workhouse. <laughs> yeah yeah he, he, he also have uh, a double Burnley? Is it a yeah bonley yeah that's bonley yeah yeah, they have a double in 26 and they have a possible double in 27 too so they have three on arrange fixtures or on schedule fixtures so they will have a, a couple of double maybe before game week before game week 30. so to have a double double from your striker i think i don't care where which team they play for as long as they are going to be nailed i think i will try to i will take my chances there yeah,
0: so the i will are, and
1: yeah 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 but i will wait for okay. that one game week 25 is, is sometimes still i think it's going to be next it's going to be the weekend um, if you play the midweek and then the weekend is going to be the game with twenty twenty five. maybe by then they will announce if the double game with 27 will hold or not if it holds then maybe i will have a I, I will have a decision to make there yeah and uh what is your route to bring in salah uh, it's very
0: easy um i have sterling in my team so i think Salah is just i'm just one million short so the plan was to i've had this change in my team for the longest time so he's gonna leave my team finally and I'll have uh, free up some funds for him so it's a direct one this James this week is leaving uh for Cocodella. uh just writing they have yeah. a double in 25 double. So, yeah he leaves uh Salah comes in in 25. I'm trying to bring Salah in one game in 25 uh that is the plan so we'll see how it goes one million that's it that's yeah game. yeah
1: yeah, but Kukarela don't have a fixture in 24, so maybe it's better to bank the transfer and then use it later in 25. Isn't that right? I didn't even realize that they they, they blank in, in, in 24 because Chelsea they are blanking, they're supposed to play Chelsea, Chelsea who play, you so know. They
0: escape, uh, I, I, I was supposed to bring in uh, either um, bring in Dalo and Kukarela for a hit, so this maybe I'll just go with Dalo instead and just bank that transfer. I mean, I was supposed to take a hit, but now I'll bring in the other one, bring in Dalo. And then in Gaming 25, take a hit, bring in Kukureva, and then um, Salah.
1: Nice. Nice, nice. Okay, let's look at the fixture ticker and see the teams with the best fixtures going into this run, like how they are ordered just for Mm. to give us like a picture of the teams that has the very nice fixtures and maybe because of the strikers you are targeting maybe you might want to look at the strikers that have a good run because you don't only want to focus on the players that are playing the double game week, like you say you want to look at the players that have the single single game game you have to look at it on both sides the fixtures they have before the double the fixtures they have after the double are they going to blank so there is a lot of consideration to do before you can you know do that so here is the fixture ticker going to the fantasy football hub fixture ticker um, Man United they are at the top of the ticker, and uh, because of they have a very nice good run of fixtures with Burnley, the double with Brighton and Southampton, then they play Leeds and Watford. So from game week 24 to game week 27, before they play Man City and Tottenham in game week 28 and 29, they have a very good run of four fixtures. So that is something to note. And Liverpool, I think this double game week of Leeds and Norwich, you will never have a better double. I think you said that, which is. Right, but then you have to deal with them in game week twenty-seven if you triple on Black, Liverpool, yeah. and you don't have the you don't have your your free hit to to deal with, or you don't have the transfers to deal with it. And then don't forget Arsenal also blank in that game week, so most likely we're gonna have some Arsenal asset because they have a very good double game week twenty-six. Leicester, Chelsea, maybe we'll not have those players because of Chelsea. They are currently having a lot of blanks, two three blanks in the next four game weeks. So I'm not sure anybody will wanna to go to Chelsea right now so yeah but liverpool, man united are at the top of the ticker liverpool tottenham too they have nice fixtures you mentioned kane we did not say much about him but his son too is back in the in the lineup they don't have the best double Burnley and man city maybe you will not see that as a very good double because of man city away is a difficult fixture but then you look at the size of the fixtures that they have southampton wolves leeds Everton. then maybe it is worth it to consider the tottenham asset and then you look at a player like sun he is a player who, can, who, who thrives when he plays against big teams, against the Man City, against the Liverpools, regardless of at home or away. He usually thrives. So I don't think it's a bad idea to get Son in this double game week against Burnley and Manchester City. What do you think? I mean, Son is always a quality player. Uh, you can, and the way they are playing now, um,
0: Conte has turned the team around and the confidence is back. You can see Kane is now back to Kane. And Son has always been Son anyways. When Kane was going through his issues, Son was still banging in or doing the best or being their best attacker, best outlet for attack. So I think the problem now is fitting him into your team because, you know, you can't have a Salah and a Son and, you know, a Ronaldo. So it's, you have to prioritize which one is a priority for you based on the fixtures. And I think Son is a differential way to go because I don't think a lot of people... A lot of people had him before the injury. But then now it might be a, a bit difficult to fit him in, but if I could, I would probably have him in my team and you know forego some of the the template midfielders that's,
1: that's in the game right now, yeah, it's a difficult one like you say yeah because yeah, i tried is, i yes. I checked my planner. <laughs> yeah when i checked my planner too it was so difficult to to fit him into my team and uh, especially i'm considering to bring in sala so sala is the priority for game week 26 yeah so that makes it difficult and then after them you have crystal palace you know i've been talking about Edward. i've been talking about his numbers looking good and then look look at their fixtures norwich brentford and then they double wolves and chelsea then after at the side at the other side of the double they play Burnley. Wolves and then they face Manchester City. So the last two games of 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 the Aaron of uh six game weeks, Ma- Wolves and Manchester City are a pretty difficult one. But the four game weeks, game week twenty four to game week twenty seven, I think they are very, very good option to consider. What do you think? Who else do you consider there about from Edward
0: at crystal Palace? I mean, I think uh I've always wanted um what's the midfielder's name again? Gallagher. The- like I've, I've always been a fan of the guy but it seems like it's never a right time for me to bring him in into my team <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because my midfield is always like stacked and the pe- players that are there like are not players you want to really bring out they are like apart from the obvious maybe soccer the rest are like really nailed on and they're pretty like doing well this season but um i've always been saying good things about edward you know since he came from the the, the, the scottish, scottish, scottish league. league yeah yeah so i think now might be the best time to bring him in because of this run of fixtures and the double game week um Benteke was also not doing too badly but i think edward pips him uh for the starting place either plays uh i think as a winger or as a striker but
1: either or but if i had to pick i'll pick edward yeah but they also have a lot of attacking options which makes it a bit tricky for them zaha, uh, and, uh, zaha is back from the afcon uh ayu is back from the afcon and olise He has been doing exceptionally well um i think he's now looking like the better like cheap option Option. in midfield midfield option in their in their team i think i really like that kid the way he plays he's just a very wonderful kid. i think he's gonna go on to be a very top 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 player maybe i don't think he palace can keep him for long if he continues the trajectory like he's on right now so that's it but also then you look at this who's gonna start up top mateta has been playing in in the absence of uh benteke and, and edward has been playing on the left w- w- in the absence of uh zaha and and ayu so they have a lot of attacking options so who, who to go with but i think edward now he has settled in and they paid a lot of money for him so probably now okay. is it yeah uh, yeah for me personally i think those two are my options edward and and elise are the players i will consider um galaga i think Now, he might drop a little bit deeper into midfield, but of course, he's a very energetic player. He can run up and down, but because of the attacking options they have, they might want him to help them secure the midfield so that the attacking options, they will do the thing up top. So, that's why Gallagher for me. And also, let's not forget that he plays Chelsea, and he's a Chelsea player on loan. To Crystal so, Palace, so even yeah, he, he will not be eligible to play in the double game week. So in his double for him, he is going to go out play one game, which is Watford. So that alone rules him out for me in in the in, in 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 the picking order. And then next one you have Watford, your guys, and I know many managers still have Dennis and and just working. What is he your plan with, with him. him? What is your plan with him? They have a double again. <laughs>
0: The funny thing is like he was we were, if I could transfer him out that right after he got the, the red card I I would have but you know <laughs> I think for the first time I, I'm proud of myself for not making any rash decision because I I I'll, I'll keep him. I'll keep him for until the double. Yeah, and then after he, he's out. I don't think when he leaves he's going to come back into my team to be honest.
1: And a, and also you have to remember that they have a new manager, a very defensive manager in Roy Hutchinson. So that also kind of reduces yeah. the appeal of their attacking players. Yeah, you they can just see have
0: like a few yeah attacking yeah. players
1: up yeah not that yeah, expensive yeah. football they used to playing anymore exactly I it, 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 sit, yeah they, mm-hmm. go on no i mean uh and you can even see that in their game against Burnley. that was the first time this season they kept a clean sheet the first game they have watching managed the team they kept a clean sheet the game ended zero zero it was a boring zero zero there was not much in that game they have not kept a clean sheet all season until they played in that double game so that only that only tells you that um they're going to be a, a, a bit more defensive and uh they have a lot of strikers ismail assad is going to come back into the team they have uh what is his name Jao pedro is there and then pedro, Joshua yeah. king is there so i think he was going to play with one striker and then you know bulk up the midfield so who's going to start now it's going to be a competition between dennis and ismail and and and, and just King mm-hmm. too for that number and nine position
0: king- King is more of a, a, a talisman in the team because he's the he's a very exper- experienced player. And I think if it comes down to both of them, I think King keeps his place, to be honest. Maybe Joao Pedro maybe might have a competition. Maybe Dennis might play on that side. But... Like you rightly said, I think they are more they are more focused in the defending part because they have to solidify their place in the in the, in the league. they 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 have been slipping down. That's why they fired the coach. Anyways, two coaches in one season so far. <laughs> yeah, that is you
1: know, that is that is what fought for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Leeds United. Of course, our guy, the best option there is only Rafinha always. Um, they have Aston Villa Everton they double Liverpool and Man United Tottenham, Leicester and then Norwich not the best of fixtures but with Rafinha on penalties, Bamford still injured, I think Rafinha leads will score goals and usually if they score goals, even if they lose Rafinha is usually involved in the goals would you want to go, go there considering they have a double
0: yes, I've been looking at Rafinha but the timing has never been right for me to bring him in Unless, like I said, I think I probably have overall one place in midfield that uh, I can probably go without, which is Saka. Um, like looking at my midfield, I have, let's say Sterling, who's going to be converted to uh, uh, Salah. I have Jota, who's already, you know, somebody you cannot change. I have Bowen, who's doing exceptionally well this season. So apart from that, I have Fernandez and Saka. So, so the problem now is Fernandez is Manchester, they have a you know, very good run of fixture. Saka also doubles in, what, 26? Yeah. Right? So now the problem is how do I bring Grafina into this team? I already you, have you five midfielders. You already, <laughs> you already stuck, stuck. You
1: already stuck. stuck in that, that is yeah. a
0: problem for me right now. So I have many players that I want to bring in that I want to own, you know, the sons and the, you know, but how do I fit them into this team? The only place that I can, you know, really change things around is my strike striking department because I have like very cheap strikers, apart from Watkins, who, you know, was like an average striker this season. Dennis mm. and broha broha is not leaving because he is a very cheap option up top up, up, you know and yeah. he's doing well he's growing into his own so somebody to get to have around he enables yeah. me to uh, afford other other players so Definitely. that's it and the defense that's the only two places i can make changes right now but i would like to own rafinha to be honest he's one of my like favorite players to watch and to own even last season i had him the whole of last season so
1: okay yeah. that's good. that's nice yeah I, th- I think we covered this top six teams there what wolves do they have nice one and they have some cheap options this will be considered too aston villa they don't have the double yet not confirmed but they have some unrest on un- un- rescheduled fixtures and they have nice fixture on leeds united newcastle watford uh brighton southampton and west ham which is very nice so yeah i think we covered the main teams that is the top six teams and yeah and some of the teams that we should we should be considering let's look at our teams going into game with 24 um uh, before we, we we go to that let's just
0: i uh, think we have like the transfer window just mm-hmm. closed uh, like i think most of us they were keeping it's not a boring one that we expected the a lot of movements happen so yeah. we're not going to go through all the transfers but which ones that have been made are the ones that actually like interest you so far
1: uh in terms of transfers, for me personally, I think uh, Aston Villa is the team that, that interests me when in looking at FPL point of view. Um, Because they signed a left-back who is a very very good FPL asset. That is uh, Lucas Digne, and they signed Coutinho, a midfielder who has also been doing very well when he was in the league with Liverpool. So these are two players that I'm con- considering. But at this point in time, they are not priority because of they are one of the teams that don't have the double in the next two, three game weeks but eventually at some point in the season they will double and their fixtures are looking very nice so immediately i deal with my priorities which is include salah and a bit of brighton and a bit of arsenal then aston villa from game week 27 which is possible they, it is possible that they couldn't double in game week 27 i will start looking at aston villa players with a very you know eagle eye but right now um yeah this that is one team that i consider also Burnley. You look at they signed the new top striker which is uh workhouse. These this they sold Chris Wood a six foot six striker or six foot four striker and then they bought a six, taller yeah, striker than him. Six foot six striker. <laughs> yeah, and Chris he, is six uh, four, yeah. Yeah, and if you look at the deal, I think they are the winners there because they bought him for cheaper and to be honest, in my opinion, I think he is a little bit better than but than Chris Wood if you look at their numbers and um he plays for a for Holland and sometimes he scores a lot of goals he has been sco- averaging a lot of goals in the Bund- in the Bundesliga with Wolfsburg yeah and um yeah he's a very good striker and hopefully he like he starts he start well he played the first game but he did not score but hopefully he will uh, like keep the ball rolling very soon and start scoring some goals he is somebody i am considering newcastle they did a lot of transfers too but defensively i'm not still i maybe they will improve with look uh what is it T N T N E? no i'm a mistake PA and uh, Target who left Aston Villa and also they signed Bourne. So defensively they might improve but still it's not a team that I would target going going for their defense. Everton too did a lot of, a
0: lot of deals. Yeah. you forget forgetting one player I think they, they signed a, an attacking player like a midfielder. Is it
1: Guimarez? Guimarez, he's a defensive midfielder. He's a defensive holding midfielder. midfielder okay. So he will also help them in making their defense better. Making their, like, mm-hmm. better in controlling games. But also they They're signed Chris either. They have Chris Wood too. Chris Wood too, maybe he could be a good asset because we know maybe, he is a yeah. player he, who always scores a lot of goals. And Everton too, Dele Alli and Van Der Beek of Man United. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going there, but it is possible. Van Der Beek, usually when he plays the few minutes, he usually he's usually in the goal for Man United. He does not play a lot, but when he plays, he used to really be in the goal. So if he has a regular playing time, what can he do? We will we'll have to see there so we have to look at everything liverpool too we did a good signing that is diaz but then in an fpl context i don't think somebody we should consider unless there was something like a few injuries or some players unavailable at liverpool then maybe he can be an an option but right now there is Salah, there is Mane. These are one of the best players in the world. As you can see, they played the, 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 the African Finals yesterday. Mane becoming the best player in the African Cup of Nations. So, I don't see Diaz coming in and then taking that spot. Like I say, that Diaz deal was a deal for the summer. It was forced because Tottenham were also moving for him and Liverpool knew they have to do it now or else they might risk the, risk the chance of losing him to Tottenham. And he was going to be our, our, our summer signing. So, yeah, for FPL for, for now, you just Have to watch him and see until he is nailed. Once he is nailed, for a Liverpool attack, one anyway, whoever is nailed in that attack is a very good athletic asset. that's the one, thing. Yeah. How about you? All, yeah. all the other, other, other players I did not mention that you think I, I, no, should... I think you
0: you I think you covered. I think I want to talk about Luis, even though like uh, uh, you're somebody that I'm I because I like attacking flair attacking players, it's like another uh, uh Rafinha for me, so yeah yeah oh, they I'm play very excited they, about that actually they
1: are very similar like is yeah. a rafinha on the, but with their right foot who kicks uh-huh. with the right instead of the left foot they are very similar <laughs> yeah i'm
0: very excited about players like that you know flair players but yeah, yeah i think you covered you covered, covered almost all the important um uh new transfers that we have in the in in, in the premier league if you are forgetting anyone maybe i don't think there's maybe uh, influential <laughs> the, in fpl, in FPL. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we move to the last section of the pod, which we'll talk about uh squad and our transfers for Game Week 24. Uh, you can go ahead and start.
1: Okay, um, my team looks like this ahead of Game Week 24. I have uh, De Gea in goal, um, Cancelo, Laporte, who I brought in last week, Trent, and Kufal. They, they all have very good fixtures. Everyone is playing at home, so you know how I... Hi, how I like play t- my, t- my players playing at home. In the middle, I have Bruno Fernandes, Jota, and Bowen. And in attack, I have Calvert-Lewin, Ronaldo, and Antonio. And uh, on the bench, I have Batman, uh, Gray, of Aster- of Everton, Martinelli, and lampty who does not have a fixture. So the only um, question marks in my team currently are Bruno Fernandes. He's currently yellow flagged, but I learned that he's okay. He should be fine. It was just a knock. Calvert Lewin too. I read uh, today that he is back in the squad, so I'm happy to own him. As to uh, uh, he play Everton, uh, he plays Newcastle, who I said I don't like their defense yet. But with the new defensive signings, let's see how they improve on that department. So I don't intend to do any transfer this week. I have one free transfer. But looking at my team, I'm happy with the team going into the next game week, so I don't need to use my free transfer. I will hold in on to that and have two free transfers going into game week twenty-four. That is the double game week twenty-five, sorry, for Brighton and Manchester United. I already own three Man United players for that. I only do own one Brighton player for that. So going into that double, I have four players. But then I have to make a move in that game week, or else I will I will risk the, the chance of, of losing a transfer. And um, that is the transfer I am considering now. I'm not actually considering anything going to this game week. It's just my team as it is. So nothing to do on, on my team. Do you have any idea, any move you, you have in mind or any player that I should... I, 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 think, I, should I think you're pretty much fine because this
0: this, this, uh, this
1: game week, there are no doubles. So
0: I think you already have the players that you need to to, to have anyways to be in a very good position. To prepare you for the next few games because this game week is just uh there's no nothing to target to be honest you know i think yeah the more the more free transfers you have going into each gaming from now on it's very it's going to be crucial it's yeah banking is, very, banking is very banking is very important yeah so i'm not I'm, that's why i'm not looking to 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 take a hit you know again because as much as it's it's good to take a hit to prepare or have two or three players that have doubles i don't think this week is worth it to be honest
1: yeah your, your team
0: my team, uh, as you can see, Duffy is flagged, and they, he doesn't also have a game. So I just transferred him just right now at uh, Leveramento. He has been, the flag is is off. I think he's eligible yeah. to play right now. And they play yeah. uh, Tot- Tot- Tottenham. So I'm just going to do a direct swap for him. But um, I, will, I wanted to bring Darrow like I said before. I don't think it's, it's really necessary because they play Burnley, you know, and away. Burnley, fine, you might keep a clean sheet, but... If i bring dalo in it's just for the double in 26. or is it
1: 20 yeah. i can't even remember anymore and then there's yeah. the risk of him not playing board games you know because he's yeah. the, he's the, he's the first choice i will say right now for mm-hmm. for Nick, but he is not 100 percent nailed you he's know so yeah yeah that's true there is so still i don't, don't want to bring in i don't want
0: to bring in a, a, a transfer that might get me you know i want to bring in something that is that is 100 right now so yeah so i might i might bank or Maybe you know, it's just gonna be a waste because I don't want to make a transfer just for one game week. So I might bank and wait until last minute and make a transfer, but I have to think about it. That is the, that is the main thing. Right now I have um, as it stands in my new team, I have Ramsdale in goal. I'm playing a three five two still. I have Cancelo, I have Trent, and I have Liberato. I have Saka, I have Bowen, Jota, Sterling, and Bruno in midfield. With the stack midfield and I have Leeds, uh, sorry, Watkins against Leeds, and then Dennis, who I'm stuck with. I cannot do anything about that <laughs> for now. So uh, that's my team. And who are we going to be captain? It's, I think uh, we have, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, who Who did I put it on? Like, I, yeah, it's on Trent, Trent and I'm, I'm probably going to stick it to Trent. Yeah, it just reminds me of the Leicester fixture, the, the triple assist at the goal. So, and uh, Leicester is the worst defensive team in the, in the league as we know and um trent has been involved in almost liverpool's attacking returns every time he already amassed 10 assists in the league and another three assists in the fa cup and the league cup and a couple of assists in the champions league so already this season he has 15 assists i think and three goals for liverpool which is like he is playing like a midfielder or like a like an attacking player so he he almost always gives you an attacking return And um, Liverpool playing against Leicester, Leicester is a good attacking team, I know that. But um, with Liverpool, now everybody back, I expect us to be a bit more solid when it comes to defence. We have all the important players we have to keep, to control games. So I can see Liverpool keeping a clean sheet and I can see Trent getting an attacking return. If you look at his last five game weeks, I think he have not get a point less than nine in the last... Like nine game, last five game weeks, and if you remember well, before Salah left, he was outscoring Salah almost every other game week. So I would rather captain Trent than captain Jota, uh, at this point. And uh, yeah, I trust Trent more, and I expect him to start, and I expect him to play the ninety minutes as long as he's not injured or anything. So that's why I'm sticking my captaincy on Trent. Cancelo is also another option, but because of Trent's upside in the attack, in attacking play, like he's. I know Cancelo is a very good attacking player, but when you look at their numbers, Trent does not even compare to Cancelo. Cancelo, the reason why he's having a lot of points this season is because he's playing regularly. Man City are keeping clean sheet regularly, but he is not involved in a lot of uh, attack if you look at his numbers. I think there was a game he had two assists, he scored a goal, one goal, and less than five assists If I, if, I, if, I, if I'm not wrong. He got less than five assists in in, in the league, so completely Trent is out outperforming him when it comes to attacking numbers, in goals, in 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 in, in attack, in creativity. So I would rather keep it on Trent. But Cancellos is also a very good bet. So m- perhaps he might be the player who holds my vice captain. Because I, I don't trust the West Ham player. I like I don't trust Antonio. But Bowen too is another player who I can think of. My my
0: captaincy is on Zoom Bowen right now. Uh, I mean Watford has been poor, like you said, but um. I think one game is still not enough to get the, the defensive structure in order like uh, playing against uh, West Ham. Yeah. So and I, Bowen has been like on form for the last few game weeks to be honest. He's been the like consistent performer in midfield this past few game weeks. Even though we have had this long break. But um I think if you look at the fixtures and if you look at the, the track record of all the teams that these assets are playing against, I think Bowen is the one. I was going to put it on Sterling, like you see there like I have on my draft Sterling, but I've have always had bad luck this season with Sterling. Anytime I bring him in for like a differential type of he does just watching him is just frustrating because he has all yeah. these chances but he never really like he's not a Combine player trust. yeah, hasn't so annoying. Like, you know. So I don't think he's gonna be you can't trust the player and you can't put the captaincy on him. That's a major risk. I, I'm not willing to do that. So I'm just gonna give it on Bowen, who I trust and who has been doing it for me. Is it going to be on Bowen? I was looking at Jota too. But um, last time you guys played Leicester, it was pretty difficult. Even though it was away at Leicester, but they beat you guys. They yeah. And they were pretty solid defensively. And I know for a fact that they respect your attack. So if they're playing you guys at home, they're not going to come all out and say they're going to play like you know, uh, free-flowing football. They might concede yeah. one or two, but they're not going to play... Uh, like They're not going to... Beat. Open football. No, I, I don't think so. They're going to also defend again and try to counter. so points are there but i don't know i think for me the first choice that comes to mind is bowen maybe cancelo
1: but that's it for me only those two options yeah Yeah, i want want, i'm gonna stick it to my boy thread uh yeah yeah. okay um i guess we've come to the end of the point anything you want to talk about that we forgot to mention uh, yeah I think just give a plug in for our, for our page the YouTube channel uh, and the on uh, and our and our Twitter pages WhatsApp pages or our like Instagram we have a lot of socials now we are very active on socials we have not <laughs> been yeah we have not been uh, very active on our socials but now we are trying to be a little bit more active so please engage with us on our Twitter pages we have the code classic WhatsApp code pa- classic Twitter page and the code classic Facebook page and also guys don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you are new around in our channel and um if you like what we do here please consider hitting that like it helps us grow a lot yeah i think that's it let's let's welcome back the the the, the games the games has been yeah. we have missed it a little bit but we, we have, have we were we distracted have. distracted by the afghan <laughs> so it was a it, it good was distraction a good time. yeah it was a good yeah.
0: distraction most definitely uh so we've come to the end of the pod guys thank you for always listening and supporting the pod um Hopefully, we'll be on the way with this gaming 24, and we uh, hope everything comes back to normal for managers like us that struggle with the tennis, the, the long gaming from hell. Hopefully, we come back <laughs> and to our stride. Okay, um, catch you guys on the next one.